Welcome to Film Fellowship. This is the podcast that will change your perspective on cinema. We are two filmmakers, Raphael Moran, director and producer, and Thomas Walters, a writer. And in each episode, we will take you on a cinematic adventure. You will hear in each episode everything from interviews with professional filmmakers to our favorite genres and directors, fun facts and film history. To get in touch with us, please go to raphaelmoran.co.uk forward slash contact. Sit back, relax and enjoy this cinematic podcast. Welcome to another fabulous episode of the wonderful, the fabulous Tom and Raph's Film Fellowship. It's going to be a great one, isn't it, Tom? It is. It's going to be an epic conversation. It's going to be tremendous. <laughs> and thank you for listening. Please tell your friends and family about us, because every little helps. And now that is not the Tesco's advert I was trying to imply. I was expecting a laugh from Tom there, but that's okay. I don't watch TV. <laughs> that's true, you don't. No. I Do used to watch TV. That's Oh, really? Yeah, I, I stopped watching it. So why don't you watch TV anymore? Um, well... Is it because the content isn't satisfactory? I just got so much more, yeah, I think I got more out of movies. That's got, really interesting. I just got, always got more out of the stories and, and the characters, uh, the themes and um, the experience. Yeah, because my relationship to it was, it just grew. And TV was, I saw, I don't know, I like TV still, but there's nothing that, they don't really, you know, they don't really show too much. Uh, is it appealing to me in the yeah. UK? You know, like it's. But what's fascinating it's is. It's like talk shows and yeah, okay, breakfast yeah. shows and like, like, you know, Jeremy Kyle. We're not going to Jeremy Kyle. No, but that's. Uh, it, it's basically crap, I know. I, yeah. It's Those shows exploit people for horrible reasons for the satisfaction of the audience. Mm. I think that's totally not on and unacceptable. And thankfully, they have uh, stopped the show. But I think the main point for me, uh, the, different, or the, main, the main difference between a movie and a television show is the duration. A television show never ends. There's always a what if at the end. There is never a wholesome ending. And sometimes even if you get to, let's say, there's five episodes of a season and you get to the last episode and there's another season, so they want to make you watch the other. So it's a never ending thing of your life just disappears. But with a movie, whether it's an hour and a half or two hours of fun, you get you get a satisfying conclusion, and you know you're going to get a conclusion, whether it's a happy ending or sad ending, mm-hmm. right at the yeah. end of the of the piece. And I think I, at different moments, I like different things, but I would lean towards more a movie rather than a television show. Well, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was simple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have persuaded Tom. <laughs> but it's, I don't know, there's something very punctual about film. 
yeah. about you know the 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 fact. I mean, it's you know it's the, the premieres and then you know they they're only got limited screening. There's only a certain amount of time that you can experience that film, that story with those particular characters and those you know through going through those events, you know, yeah. and those challenges. Like you'll only get that for a certain for a limited amount of time. And and you know films. I mean, we we live in an age now where there's just so many films, so many filmmakers. Um, uh, so you really have to what you really have to know your cinema. You have to watch a lot of films to find the ones that really speak to you. Yeah. Um, that's what I said about you know in the, in the last pod that we did in the last podcast is, is that you know if you'll find you'll find stuff that. Even if if you're limited, like to a couple of options, you'll f at least be exposed to something you wouldn't normally watch, and then you'll find something good in that th that you didn't expect, and it will mm. surprise you, and it will give you a good feeling. Um, you'll also find maybe something in it that you really really hate, but then at least you've been through the experience of learning, yeah, and found a relationship to it, yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, I guess with like. Film, it's for me. It's I love the fact that you've got that limited time. Uh, then that's that that film will disappear from that cinema. You'll get another film replace it, and then it's it's kind of like reading a book. Yes. Um, you know, TV is it's a different thing now. It, when I grew up, it was. I remember we had uh, you know like a lot of comedy sketch shows. You know, Keenan and Kel. Do you remember that? No. Uh, Keenan and Kel. Or Morecambe and Wise? Is that right. similar to Morecambe and Wise? Or? Keenan and Kel is definitely not similar to Morecambe and Wise. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so I'm guessing it's more of the, uh, you know, lesser. It was it's an American. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it was an American thing. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. You know, like Power Rangers, like the original TV show and yeah. stuff like that. I, I grew up with stuff like that. Um, because it was, I mean, yeah, funny, now I think about it, a lot of it was American, but, it, you know, it was, it was shown in the UK. You so. grew up with Power Rangers, I grew up with the one and only Scooby-Doo. What, the, what the, the old school one? Not the old school one. What, See? I grew okay. up with the old school See, one. See, that's the difference. And, uh, you know, Captain Caveman. Okay, oh, I don't know who that is. Not a lot of people do. That's there's probably a reason for that, Tom. <laughs> he was great, actually. He was yeah. really great. Yeah, um, kind of on my, you know, like I, really crazy, quite a bonkers little cartoon. Wow. But you know, there's just uh, lots of stuff coming from America that was shown broadcast in the UK, and that was the sort of stuff that I grew up on, and it was all very kind of you know early '90s style. You know? Right. So or I guess late 80s, because they still still broadcast that stuff even into the 90s. So, But um, yeah, no, I, that was the period that I enjoyed TV. And then like the UK TV style kind of, they all gravitated more towards, um, yeah, talk shows. Okay. Uh, but not like the good talk shows, not like Parkinson, you know, mm. some other crap, you know, like nothing. Nothing too appealing. Like more like the breakfast time talk show. The casual, you know, non-informative. Yeah. Most TV that's out there now. Yeah. No comment. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, conveyor belt sort of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're allowed to swear, by the way, just to say. It's, it's totally too late fine. now, isn't it? <laughs> oh god, we've got to tell the editor to. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I wasn't really into into any of that, and then there, there came this horrible surge of like reality TV, 
which just dominated everything and everybody's brains and minds. Like they were just so focused on like, what was it the Big Brother thing? Oh, Big Brother. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that I don't know if that kick-started reality TV, but it's that was one of the turning points, yeah. as I, as I believe in the UK, yeah. for reality television. What what do you think? I mean, I personally find it very strange. A reality television. Yes, you kind of, you know, it's one of those things where people are getting pleasure, or other people arguing, and you get to see everything that you. I think it's a bit creepy. What do you think? I don't really have an opinion of it. Well, that that's, that is an opinion. That says a lot. Because <laughs> you, if you haven't had the well, time to think of it, yeah. then that I, says you know, similar to what I'm thinking. Waste then. my time thinking about that. To be honest. Do you know what? That's the best answer. <laughs> there is there is an interesting point though, and I think they've still survived. Is that with British TV, it relies a lot more now. Um, you know, the, the people that watch it, they tend to enjoy more quiz shows. Oh yeah. And back in the day, you know, like the early mid nineties, um, the one thing I always looked forward to was Crystal Maze, okay. um, which I think, you know, that was that was great back then and. And then there was a long time, there was like, probably like a good 15 years that it just wasn't around anymore. They stopped. And then they started Crystal Maze up again. Um, and, I, I, you know, people are like, oh, look, it's Crystal Maze. And you like, you're like, oh, this is great. You know, for the novelty, for nostalgia, you know, you're yeah. like, wow, Crystal Maze is back. Um, but it just, I, I'm, I'm, I've got further away from TV. So I'm just, I focus on enjoying films now. Yeah. Uh, the cartoon I really loved, uh, what, or, or I must clarify, I wasn't, I, I didn't watch it when it came out because that means I'll be very old. <laughs> um, but I, I saw the remakes, as it were, when they put it on television. Woody Woodpecker. Wood, Woody Wood. Woodpecker. Well, so like, these are remakes of Woody Woodpecker. No, sorry, not remakes. It's the originals, but broadcast again. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Like rescheduled. That's the one. Yeah. I love. I don't know. I, I I could still watch Woody Woodpecker for hours. So I, right, you know, I, I still could. I just love it. Yeah, I don't know good. why I love it, but I love it. The best ones always, you know, they always last, don't they? Yeah. yeah. And I remember seeing SpongeBob in Brazil in Portuguese. So I think the first time I actually heard uh, or uh, watched a SpongeBob SquarePants episode was in Portuguese. So the whole song, who lives in that pineapple under the sea, was sung in Portuguese. Yes. I can't remember what it is now, <laughs> you know. Oh, I was hoping you would give us a rendition, you know. Uh, of course not. No. <laughs> uh, I don't want to uh, yeah, burden you today. But then there was another thing, The Lion King. The first two Lion King movies, I didn't watch There's it. a second one? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you joking. There were three. Yeah, because the first Lion King was obviously a huge hit. So Disney went, hey, let's explore this. We want more money, essentially. So I think they made two more. And they're cartoons, obviously. I haven't, I, I don't remember the second or third one. I remember the first one. I know, right? What happened in the second one? I'm not I... entirely sure. But there's a, sec there's a second Jungle Book as well. No. I'm deadly serious. No, I don't believe you now. <laughs> I'm deadly serious. Well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll research. We'll get the researcher to do that after. But I'm pretty sure. In fact, more than positive that there's the second. There's he Jungle Book two. He went back to his own people. What more could happen in that jungle? <laughs> that was it. That was the end. Well, what's interesting? I mean, what there was Baloo and Bagheera. They 
I guess they had a little bit of a yeah friendship after that, but but the thing is with the Jungle I, Book I and know. the Lion King, the music was just so good that you simply cannot replicate um, that in the cartoons. You know, that's true. Uh, so we're talking about well, so for example, for the Jungle Book, the f the first Jungle Book was released in 1967. Okay. Now you want to know? <laughs> there's a second Jungle Book. Shall we? Dum, 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 dum. Ooh, the Jungle Book Two. Oh, when does that say that was released? Two thousand and three. Um, there we go. Two thousand three. Two thousand three. Wow. So obviously the animation completely changed there and much more modernised. And oh, they put another human in there. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. So then the Lion King. Do you remember the Lion King? Yeah, that was a great film. Yeah, I think a lot of people know that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you don't know the Lion King... Hans Zimmer did the soundtrack for that. Hans Zimmer, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Yes. He also did the remake of The Lion King, which was released, I think, last year, directed and executive produced oh, right, okay. by John Favreau. Yeah, well, I've never seen that. Um, I saw... I had the unfortunate pleasure of seeing the remake of The Jungle Book. Oh yes, what do you think of that? I, I didn't care for it. <laughs> yeah, see, just to prove that is The Lion King 2. The Lion King 2, Simba's Pride, released in 1998, the year I was born. See, they, they oh, oh <laughs> look, look, there's a Lion King 3. The Lion King. I mean, there's got to be another story about Zazu, surely. This wow, is, you know. It's so confused, it's, it is Lion King 3. It is, yeah. Is Zazu it, in it? It's going to be like Simba and Pumbaa. Yeah, it's a spin-off. Timon and Pumbaa, that's it, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Hakuna Matata. Yeah. What a wonderful world. Yeah. But um, What a wonderful phrase. Sorry. Oh, that's a whole new world. <laughs> Aladdin. No, no. It's definitely the Jungle Book. Timon and Pumbaa did not feature in Aladdin. It's a, I'm, I'm messing around with the songs. Oh, sorry. Okay. It's called a joke, Tom. That's, I've got a very <laughs> selective sense of humour. Oh, of course. Shall I, shall I select it to the Raphael Moran sense, which is like, oh, off the charts. Off the charts, right. Can I say something? You can tell me anything. Something. You can stop laughing now. No, no, no. Stop. I know the listener right now loves it, okay? So we'll, we'll pause the podcast just for a bit so they can stop laughing. There you go. I'm finally, hopefully you've stopped laughing to my hilarious joke. Um, but there's a topic I'd like to discuss with you. Um, cinema plus food equals good idea or bad idea? It was pretty much a good idea from the moment it was conceived. <laughs> why? Why is it a good idea, Tom? Tell me why. Because they're known as refreshments, Ralph. Mm. That's that's the point. It's, it's a commercial way of getting more money because cinemas don't make cinemas make at least now cinemas make the money from the snacks, from the drinks, from the food. Yeah, but now they they overprice all that stuff. The same with the tickets now. It's like they just you know they just want to make even more from a sale, don't they, from a, a customer? So well, it depends obviously what, know, they just, what cinema and seat you know. Oh but, yeah, I mean actually yeah, if you go to like. If you go to uh, sort of independent cinemas, uh, family-run cinemas, mm. um, popcorn is not that expensive. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for, any, for anybody that's interested in going to a family cinema, <laughs> Tom's you know. Popcorn Cinema Guide. Yeah. Available now. Yeah. And just so you know, I I do like sweet, but salt, <laughs> salted is salted is 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 pretty good. Actually, do you know what? What's pretty good is to mix them up. Like nowadays, oh everyone just mixes it all up. So do you know, the fact that you actually went there was just brilliant. <laughs> you know, I was literally going to say, so Tom, do you like salted or? <laughs> <laughs> or, or sp does spicy? Is there such thing as spicy? There is actually, yes. Really? But you can only, I think you can only buy it in supermarkets. Okay, so that's not on sale in so the that's, counter. So that's, yeah, like, you know, most people nowadays, they just sneak their own stuff in, don't they? They do? Well, there's no one checking, no one cares anymore. I remember they used to care. They do it because everything's overpriced. <laughs> Why not? Well, that's what I said. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just making a point. Everything's too overpriced. That's why they do it. <laughs> if, yeah? Big but, chains, if you're listening now, that includes a lot of them, which we can't name here. You will have to reprice your cinema for Tom well, to re-enter your doors. Yeah, they certainly will now, won't they? <laughs> of course. Yeah. Again, an on flux of, you know, in fact, if you're listening, just not, don't go to the cinema. Wait until, let's all, let's all protest together, shall we? Yeah. Just for Tom. Well, no, they, you know, now... Um, I know what you mean there. Yeah. The, the cinema industry will be, yeah cinema industry will have such an impact on it that they might have to bring their prices down or I, I don't really know. I don't really know how things will well, I believe, change yeah. in that sense. I, I believe that a cinema is an experience as in it, you're, not going for, you're not going to the cinema for anything else apart from watching a movie. Okay? And I, yes, at home. Okay, so what if you get a dry mouth? What if you... I, I don't get a dry mouth. What if My you, mouth is already or, always moist. Right. I don't know. What if you get a takeaway, and then before you go to the cinema, you get a takeaway, and then you... Well, don't be an idiot. Drink. Have the takeaway beforehand, and respect the cinema, and don't insult people like me. I will probably... Which I have done before, by the way. If people are eating, I mean, I mean I've got sensitive ears, okay? I will say that. Do you get your camera out and, like, flash no, them I, with the camera? No, I go up to them and say, please stop, or I will literally probably kick them out. I have nearly done that <laughs> a lot. Yeah, got, but then you're going to miss the movie. I don't understand I don't, the point of that. That's a good point, but I'd rather miss a bit of the movie than watch a movie with some irritating person crunching nachos away while stuffing their face with unnecessary food that they're not really wanting, but they're just eating because they can. Do you know what you could do? What? Have you ever thought that there's this really great way of solving that problem? <laughs> not going to the cinema? No, you know, you're, you're sat in an auditorium. So what? You, you could just like move anywhere. You? you could just sit anywhere you want. Yes, I know. I've done that before. But you can't do that when a screen is full. I mean, you know, there's, there's no, it's all booked. That's true. You can't move around. Dilemma. Yeah, hashtag, don't you bloody dare bring food into the cinema because Raphael Moran will destroy your life. We're never going to the cinema together, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the opportunity, haven't I? Oh. But I, I, I'm sure there are people out there who at least reflect a lot of what I'm thinking. Yeah. If not all. Yeah. No, of course. Because I, it's like, okay, if you go to an opera, will he stuff your face in popcorn? No, they probably spend more time trying to throw the food at the performers, yeah, trying to get it down their throats while they sing. It's like you're going to someone's singing an aria and you're going, hum, hum, 
and people are staring at you. I mean, yes, I know it's not the same audience, but come on. Well, okay. See, I my, rant, admit, okay. my oh. rant is never going to be over. In the next few podcasts, I'm okay. still going to push it. Well, I, I will say now that I don't actually eat popcorn every time I go to the cinema. Yeah, there we go. I just, generally, I will just get like a, a small coffee and I'll sit in there and then... The Why coffee? Why not Coca-Cola? Something refreshing. Coffee's hot. Is it to keep you awake or a kind of a comfort drink, as it were? Do you know what? I don't, know. I don't really me, know. You're let, asking me these questions I don't know the answer to. Let's have a coffee intervention, Tom. Okay. Why coffee? That's my go-to. That's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> is it? I don't know. It, it, it is an answer. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a great one. But, um, yeah, no, I like... You know, I just, uh, I'm not fussy. Fizzy drinks, I, yeah, I used to get them like Sprite. Actually, I like Sprite. Okay. And Lilt. And 7-Up. Um, seven, seven yeah, 7-Up. Yeah. Or if, you, if you're in, in Australia, Up 7. Or 7 Down. 7 Down. <laughs> uh, it sounded funny in my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's lots of different kinds of cinema. So we've got... Your big chains was kind of Cineworld, Odeon, uh, Every Man, but then Every ma- uh, also it, and independent cinemas. And what I find about independent cinemas yeah, is Picture House, Picture House in Uckfield. Yeah. You've got the Depot in Lewis. That is independent. Mm-hmm. Now that's an interesting cinema. I like that cinema. And then we've got a um, now Scott Cinemas in East Grinstead, I believe, are a small. Are there family-owned chain? Because they only have three or four. There's one here, one in Bristol. Um, one right, is Bristol, okay. one in Bristol. I'm pretty sure they are a family-owned chain. Because they are, they're on super, they're not well-known, apart from locals. Mm. It's not like Cineworld, where it's huge. But I know they have another cinema in Bristol. Mm. Is it Bristol? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I said, Bristol. Sure. Yeah, East Grinstead, of Bristol, and other places. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then there's, there's a I think it's every man in Oxted where you've got kind of two options. The first option is kind of your regular seat, and then the second option is more of like a luxury experience. I think I went there well, one, once with a friend, okay. where um, you sit on like it's almost like a sofa, like an armchair. Well, kind of like what we're sat on right now. Yeah, actually, yeah, and you can order any kind of food you want, which they have there. They have a you know a restaurant and very nice food. Very posh food, should I say? At least this is a while ago, by the way. This might not be the same case now. No, but no, but everything's I, changed. So changes fast, you know. And I remember, you know, a friend ordered a lot of stuff, and they bring it on a silver platter. Right, you know, you order it, you watch the movie, and they come to you with a with a tray, and they serve you and stuff. I'm, oh my god! I'm serious. It's wow. ridiculous, you know. And I think, what? What? I can't remember what we saw there. But that, that was crazy, right? Then there was another experience. My parents brought me to, on my birthday, mm-hmm. a few years ago. In Portobello Road, London, there's a place called Electric Cinema. I think it's the second oldest cinema in the UK, if not the world. I might be wrong, probably the world, but I think it's the UK. Where it's an incredibly wonderful historic cinema where 
every single seat is literally like an armchair. A really old-fashioned armchair. It's so comfy. It has your own little small round table next to you. You have a blanket to put over you if you're cold. You've got a... Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, okay. a, a, what do you call it? A footrest. You can put your foot, your foot up. You know, for couples, if you want to be in a nice romantic film, there's I think three, uh, four, or five, almost like mini beds uh, in the front <laughs> of the cinema. Deadly serious. They can cuddle up to your loved one. Um, it's an amazing place, and honestly, I had the best time there. That is the best cinema I've ever been to in my entire life. If you're listening now, go when it's safe to do so to Portobello Road, London, to the cinema, Electric Cinema. It's one of the most kind of affordable, luxury kind of cinema experiences. I mean, I'm really interested in, because obviously they've catered for like all scenarios there, right? Yeah. yeah. All eventual scenarios. But um, I don't know, I'm kind of happy with just sitting, to be honest, in one of those old regular Joe little seats. Yeah. You know? like, I'm, I'm quite happy with the standard yeah, row F, row F. That's, that's for me. <laughs> do you um, know we're going to go to Portobello Road. Well, you know, I was just about to say that I'm actually more interested uh, in the history of, of the building. Like, okay, that yeah. That's really interesting, you know. It's like, um, almost like, they say it's the same seats, but, you know, historically, it's almost the same seats when they kind of look after the leather really well. And, yeah, it's an it's a electric cinema. Lovely place. I think the first cinema to exist in London or the oldest cinema in London now is in Regent Street mm. and it really annoys me yeah. because I completely forgot the name uh, but I've been there a few times with the uh, for some screenings uh, with the um, uh, the BSC lovely place and lovely screenings but what was it oh my goodness it's in Regent Street lovely cinema very old and the seats are are comfy compared so, to kind of commercial ones Regent Street uh, I, Have you ever been to kind of like a, a luxurious or that kind of doesn't really, as long as you're comfortable, you watch the film? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I've never actually been to one of those. But you've, you've been to the Electric Six one, yeah. Oh, sorry, it's literally called Regent Street Cinema. That's what it's called. Oh, it's called Regent Street, okay. <laughs> That's hilarious, that's why I couldn't remember the name. Mm. Um, a, a wonderful cinema. But um, no, I don't think I've been to that. The only one I've been to in London is, um, which one was it? It was, well, it was the Odeon, um, but I forget the name of the, I actually forgotten the name of where it was. It was so long ago. Um, yeah, I can't remember the name. Yeah. Well, it's Reg like the main Odeon. Oh really? Somewhere in London, Piccadilly, Leicester Square. Yeah, Leicester Square. Leicester that's, Square, that's, that's where it that's was. That's the Odeon. Yeah. That's where they have all the Hollywood premieres. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. I went there uh, 2018. Wow. That was the 20, last... That was the Who last. said... Two I always say 2018. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not down with the kids, all right? I'm just... <laughs> you know, You're just, not hip and trendy. Yeah. I'm definitely not, by the way. <laughs> oh, so uh, Regent Street Cinema was first opened... Guess what year? Wait a minute, wait a minute. What year? Sorry, um, yeah, what year? Regent Street in London. It was first opened. I'm going to say 20s. 1848. Damn it. That's, That's impressive. That. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Post-war, yeah. Yeah, then it was renovated in 2012. Well, you know, thinking about it, we're talking yeah. about East Grinstead. 
you know, like... Oh, yes. Yeah. It got bombed, didn't it? It did. During the war. During the war. So, um, I actually found out the name of the film they were watching. Really? Um, oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I did my own little research, and years and years ago I did this. Um, how, how did they even know the film... Where are the records placed? How's that possible? Well, somebody's got to keep a record of, you know. No, yeah, but to know the exact film they were watching at the time, the bomb. Yeah, because people who wow. work in, in the cinema would have known. Wow. But was it owned by Scott Sims the whole time? That's a good. Inter- that's an interesting. No, one, because actually. that was uh, a different. Because it was a different building. Okay. Um, so where Scott Cinemas are based in East Grinstead, that used to be, I think, for radio broadcast. Oh, wow. It was actually a radio station, but it did have a like an auditorium, it had a theatre stage, you know. It, yeah. it, it, I think they did show movies there as well, but so it was like a second cinema. But the, the main one, which I think was at Whitehall. Okay. Um, yeah, that was the one that was bombed. And, and then they turned them into flats. They got rid of all of the screens and they turned them into flats. What a shame. Yeah. Well, it's been a great second podcast, Tom. I think, you know, we, we served our community well. <laughs> <laughs> it's been another great podcast for the fabulous Tom and Raf, Raf and Tom. We are the one and only Film Fellowship podcast, the podcast that filmmakers love. Stay tuned for more awesome podcasts coming up where we interview incredible filmmakers, actors, and composers. Any last words, Tom? Uh, have a good evening. Have yeah. a fabulous evening. Yeah. Or wherever you're listening. Afternoon, sleepy time, waking up time, or whenever, you know. It could be the morning, and we say good evening. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Or good day, wherever yeah. you're from. Well, it's the evening right now. Is well, as we're calling this, yeah. Yeah. So, um, um, I guess that's all we, we can say, really. That's the lovely, awkward ending, isn't uh, it? <laughs> right. Well, peace out. Peace. And anything else, no? No, okay, we're going to go now. Okay, bye. <laughs> See you now. That was Film Fellowship, the podcast that will change your perspective on cinema. Hosted by Raphael Moran and Thomas Walters. Brought to you by Moran Audio. To get in touch with us, please go to raphaelmoran.co.uk forward slash contact. Please share this podcast with your family and friends. Come again to hear another episode of Film Fellowship.